Party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. Glad you guys are listening in. And whether you're listening in on Facebook, YouTube, or where podcasts are offered, preferably I hope you're doing it where podcasts are offered. I just want to say thank you for the support. You guys have been awesome. You've been amazing. It's been fun. Uh, this little ride here in, in this little Studio 22, which was supposed to only going to last a couple of months, it turned into, what, like 10 months? Long time, nine yeah, months. Sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's like we're giving birth around here, Puppet Master. It, we're gonna be we're gonna be birthing the show into the new studio, which is exciting. I took a I took a look in there uh, this morning. They got the lighting going in there. We got just it's starting to really come together. So props and and hats off to the guys around here, Chance and Chuck and uh, Tim DiDonato and Sean. I mean, it's all yeah. all those guys working so hard to do that thing and get it right. And so I'm excited about that and. It's just going to be better. We're going to be able to bring on more guests, which is going to be fun. We can do it via Skype, which will be a better setup for that, and just better technology over in that building. So I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. It's yeah. um, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a fun little set, fun little, you know. It's going to be fun. Yeah. I kind of got a little a sentimental vibe, though, about yeah. it because I, I love being in this room, and we've kind of gotten to know this room a little bit, and, and it's kind of like it's home, party foul. Yeah, it is. But it, it's kind of – you know, you don't get to see because behind the scenes and everything that everybody's watching, but it's kind of tight in here and kind of junked up, and it's yeah. not a lot the, of room. Where the where the cameras look, it looks great. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> I and, guess and, and the beauty of it is, we a lot of times we'll have a lot of people who will come in here and they want to sit and watch the show being taped. We have more room to be able to go and do that over there if people want to sit in. You'll be able to see Mark and Candace uh, a lot better because where they're going to be sitting in their little control area. We'll have better cameras set up, and they've got more room to work over there. It'll be nice. I'll be in my natural setting. Yeah, you'll be behind the bar over there. It's yeah. The, over at so, Steve's place. Yeah. <laughs> Steve's, Steve's party place. place. Yeah. So. And uh, today's episode, by the way, brought to you by Ridge's Zone. We're going to talk about that here in a minute because um, I had a buddy of mine, Chris Bates. He texted me the other night, and he said, does that Ridge's Zone stuff work? And I said, it does work, actually. It's, uh, it's really good stuff. In fact... If you're looking for something, this, I'll go ahead and tell you right now, if you're looking for a weight management supplement, nothing wrong with Ridge's own. This is some good, good stuff. And the reason is it's only got one ingredient, OEA. That is a natural metabolite of olive oil that's produced in the body. You produce it, your mama produces it, your daddy produces it, your dog produces it, but you'd have to drink gallons of this stuff in order for you to get enough OEA in your body to reap the benefits. Nobody wants to sit around drinking a whole lot of olive oil, right? So based on several university researchers, the roles of this OEA are to regulate appetite and the metabolism of body fat. So in a six-year study of former Biggest Loser contestants, remember that show? This study was sponsored by the National Institute of Health and the National Institute of Diabetes. It concluded that most of the participants on Biggest Loser gained their weight back because of slower metabolism. Look, the older we get, the slower it gets. It's, it's tough. And the takeaway from all that is there's a scientific reason why it's so hard to keep weight off. And guess what? It's not your fault. Nothing's your fault. Just listen to the Democrats. Ridgezone is America's first and only FDA-accepted new dietary supplement of OEA. Ridgezone is going to supply you with more of what you already have and helps you with weight loss, portion control, and burning body fat. If you're looking to lose weight this season, I want to strongly suggest that you give non-prescription Ridgezone a try. Use promo code CHAD, my name, C-H-A-D, get a 30% off a three-month supply, free shipping. Go to RidgeUZone.com. That's R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com. Use promo code CHAD, 30% off. Speaking of uh, 
Pharmaceuticals. Purdue University. Can you get off the phone long enough, no, Steve? What I was looking up Bridgie Zone. I was trying to spell My it right. God. So I was trying to Google it. Bougie Sean. I need to order some. Do you have you ever in your life seen anybody quite like Party Foul Steve? No. He's no, there's nobody. They broke the mold. No one. Yeah. Party Foul's wife over here sitting here. She's shaking her head. She knows. She knows. Golly. I know why you drank, T. I know why you drink, girl. <laughs> I know why I drink. Oh, blame it on somebody else. Him. It's not your fault. Yep. OEA. Not it's not your fault. Bridgezone.com. Promo code Chad. <sighs> what was it you did yesterday then? What did I do yesterday? It's every day. It's every day with him. Something. And he's so matter of fact about it. Like, Tony, the other day we were riding down the interstate, right? We were riding down the interstate. He's driving my car. And somebody, a bunch of, a bag of trash had fallen off the back of a truck. And there was this big metal bracket in the road. And I said, and what did he, he aimed for it. Yes, he does. Da-doom, da And I said, what the hell, dude? You just ran it over. I was pointing it out. He goes, no, I didn't run over anything. Yes, you did. I didn't run over anything. That's the that's the little uh, bumps on the side over here on the, on the other side of the road. I was getting out of its way. You just I heard dodged the, it. You just heard the and no, Steve. You hit it. It was under my feet, under the car. Bah, 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 bah. I can feel it. No, I didn't. I didn't do it. But did you die? Yesterday. Now Steve <laughs> has this thing of when he's driving. If he looks at something, he drives towards it. You got to keep him straight. If he looks at something, he's going to drive towards it. So yesterday, we came in from the airport, and I wanted him to drop me off at a restaurant to meet Jade that was on the other side of the interstate. And he's driving along, and I said, take me over there. And he looks across the interstate, and next thing I know, he's whoo, he overcorrects the car. And I'm like, what? He goes, well, I looked over there. <laughs> this is how much I hate to drive myself, that I'm willing to allow myself to be put in harm's way on a regular basis with this fool. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Jade's not a great driver. I let her drive too. I don't think anybody. She's scary. No, I don't think anybody that rides with someone else thinks that the person is driving is a great driver. But okay, so like we had a friend take us to the airport in Missouri the other day, and God bless her for taking, giving us a ride and stuff because we were a long ways away and we couldn't get yeah. an Uber and stuff like that. And so they gave us a ride. They were headed that direction, and you were in the back seat, and I you were coming unglued. Yeah, I, knew I just you were. quit. I put my Bone you were coming face. unglued because was... because they were driving right on the bumper at 80 miles an hour of the person in front. And then if the person would move over, they'd slow down. Yeah. Instead of just going on past, they'd slow down like they were waiting to get behind Whoa. somebody else. That's weird. It was weird. Yeah, they was... didn't want to get pulled over, so they let somebody else leave. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But anyway. Yeah. I know. They were drafting for sure. Be careful, Steve. That's... But he will. He'll hit something and say he didn't do it. Yeah. Kind of like Beto O'Rourke. You know, if Francis O'Rourke gets drunk and hits you with his car, he will leave. Just so you know, that's his track record. That is. See, his I'll track stick record. around and pour you a drink. I know you will. You're like, hey, man, let's all get messed up. But speaking of pharmaceuticals, Purdue, Purdue Pharma LP, they reportedly filed for bankruptcy protection this past Sunday night. They, you know what they make over there? They make OxyContin. Ah. They're the ones who created OxyContin. So. All over Kentucky right now, people are upset. People are sad because the production of OxyContin coming on down. They, Purdue Pharma, they 
are blamed for jump-starting America's opioid crisis with the aggressive marketing of OxyContin, and they file for bankruptcy. Now, you know, we talk about the opioid crisis, or a lot of people talk about it, and you're like, how do people get addicted with things like that? And they do. I mean, it's it's a killer, right? It's, yeah. a, it's a major thing, Bougie. I don't know why I'm talking to you about it, but... Well, that's probably one of the main start reasons. Start calling you corn pop. Corn pop. <laughs> oh. Did you see the Joe Biden video? No. Oh, well, well, we're not getting into that then. We're not going to talk about it till you see the corn pop video. Oh, <laughs> Joe Biden versus the gang leader corn pop. Oh my god! In Delaware, the mean streets of Delaware, baby. Uh, yeah, what's up? We talked about that on yesterday's episode. Um, Delaware's pretty crappy. Corn pop, baby, gang leader. <laughs> okay. Uh, but, you know, when I started getting affected severely with this gout, right, and it gets debilitating where I can't walk, and I know everybody wants to talk about cherry juice and do this and do that and dietary. I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it. But I take a medication that actually increases my risk for gout, and I have to take um, – I'm not getting into what I take, but it's – trust me, I take a medication. and It's a thiazide, all right? Yeah. I, I see you squinting over there, T. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, hydrochlorothiazide, which I take with along with the blood pressure medicine. It's a diuretic. Actually increases your chances with gout. So so anyway, I deal with it. It's never it's never not there these days. And we're working on that. But when that pain gets that severe, I'm like, man, if there was something that could knock out that pain. And I started realizing how easy people who live in pain can get addicted to these opioids. They really can. It's one thing to take them recreationally. And I had a friend of mine who <laughs> people like, do. Like, yeah, they I know, do. but I just Oxycontin's the number one killer I'm, in Kentucky. That's why I've got a friend who's a pastor in Kentucky, and he used that's what they used to do. They used to work with these people to get them off drugs because it was a, that little county they lived in was the number one abuser of Oxycontin in the nation, and people were dying left and right. I mean, it was a crisis over there. And, and I always tell the story. It's pretty funny because they were interviewing these people that they gotten off drugs and gotten delivered from it. And this one guy said, man, I died two times once. <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> the way he said it was funny. I died two times once. With all my back issues, people, oh, go to the doctor and they'll give you some. I'm like, no, I, I, don't, even, I don't even want to take ibuprofen. I don't either. I just- and, and Jade would tell you, and you know, you travel with me enough. I don't take things. I don't, yeah. I don't like to take. I take enough medications for, for prescription, like my blood pressure stuff to keep it regulated. Like I, I hate all of that stuff. And that's why I go. I'm back in the gym. I'm working out again. I'm trying to get that stuff lowered naturally, like I need to be doing. But still, I don't like taking. I, I'm scared of that stuff. And I've never been an addictive person, except for Diet Coke. <laughs> I was going to say, I managed to Diet Coke. muscle through that for the most part. But there's an epidemic, right? And so they said uh, this could be a settlement deal. If they reach a, a tentative settlement deal worth up to $12 billion with state and local governments, this is it's a big, big deal. So how many doctors are involved in this as well? Because this is not just pharmaceutical companies. They're going they're marketing not to just people. They're marketing to doctors to prescribe these drugs. Yeah. So are they do they fall into that? You know, it, it's going to be problematic all the way around in terms of that. But, you know, I, if it works, it works. I, I hope it I hope it works um it, I, what's the solution on that because some people do need the drugs some people do and need how the, do you know the difference in who really does and who doesn't need, if you're a doctor you have pain seekers that come into the er that are looking for 
you, and you kind of, I guess you have your frequent flyers if you work in the ER, you know, oh, this yeah. person's coming you in know, for and this. You know, Jade and, of course, T over here could speak more into that since they're in the world of, of medicine in that regard. But, yeah, you 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 get, <laughs> like I've been prescribed, when I had surgeries last year, they prescribed me pain meds that I did not take. Well, I still have them. And there were refills on them. Like I could go and just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And just keep getting them. Well, I didn't. But think about how many people that don't do that. And how many people out there are listening? And I know you bunch of rednecks out there. I'm white, so I know you Walmart rednecks. I know what you do. <laughs> you get it from Aunt Susie. You get it from all these people. And it's like, oh, you need some Tylenol 3. I got some for you. You need yeah. a little, little something, blah, 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 blah. You, need, you just need to take a Xanax. Here's one. You know, get <laughs> I some go, sleep. I go to my mother's house and load up on that. <laughs> exactly. Whatever, whatever I want. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. So this stuff, you know, it's out of control. If you just took a couple of Valiums, you'd be fine. <laughs> yeah. So Interesting. Anyway, uh, that's that. You can do some research on it. I mean, that's not, you know, it's, it, that's not something that you're going to hear going crazy. Did you, did you see where, um, do you know America's the number one producer now of oil? Do you know that? I, I think I heard that on we, the news we could be so We could be completely self-sufficient as a nation if we wanted to be, instead of worrying about Saudi Arabia and all these guys. I don't understand Trump's fascination with Saudi Arabia. I really don't. You know, back in 2014, Donald Trump, he tweeted about how uh, we need to let Saudi Arabia fight their own wars and quit. We need to stay out of their business. And now what's he doing? You know, here this just this week, he's talking about we're locked and loaded because, you know, apparently there was this attack from Iran but, and all this stuff. We we're going to go. We we're going to fight for Saudi Arabia. No, 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 no. I don't understand. Saudi Arabia is not an ally. No, but it goes back to we've those countries over there have been fighting way before there was ever one drop of oil ever pulled out of the ground. Yeah, they've been fighting for thousands and thousands a year in the name of religion, in the name of God and everything else. So. Stay out of it. <laughs> what, they, what they're blaming Iran for, what they're blaming Iran for is there was a drone strike on two oil refineries that wiped out half of Saudi Arabia's production of oil. And so now it could now that Saudi Arabia's oil could now go up to $100 a barrel. What does that mean for you and me? Well, it means gas is probably going to go up by 22 cents a gallon. If we if we don't get in that conflict and we stay completely out of it, twenty two yeah. cents a gallon's worth it. <laughs> the problem is we're gonna keep buying it from because yeah, right now a barrel of gas is just over sixty bucks, but we're talking about going way over a hundred dollars. That's that's pretty strong stuff. So you know, hey, Saudi Arabia is is burning, it's burning, and uh, you know we could be affected by that. We don't have to do, but like okay, so you know this that instance that incident rather. Obviously, it escalates the words of war between Washington, D.C. and Tehran because, you know, Donald Trump was kind of softening up on Iran. He was kind of easing back on that thing. You know, he fired or according to John Bolton, he resigned. But, you know, either way, John yeah. Bolton left. And uh, and I think John Bolton was probably itching for a fight. I was going to say, isn't he kind of a he's kind of a, he kind of likes to fight. Yeah. You know, and um so, anyway, Mike Pompeo, who, of course, is Secretary of State, said there's no evidence for any of these claims. He, you know, he implicated Iran, which is basically waging a proxy war in Yemen by funding the, the Houthi rebels with their conflict, the old regime, backed by an international coalition led by the Saudis. And, uh, you know, Iran's, they're attacking. They're, they're going after the world's energy supply. So keep an eye on that. Keep an eye on that. That's not fun. You know what is fun, though? We just got some documents released. 
by the CIA, Bougie Sean. Get this. Turn your mic back on, Bougie. I want you. You're gonna love this. Now, what kind of dogs have you got? Shiba Inus. Shiba Inus. And I got Willie, of course, who's a Western Shepherd. I've got Cash, who is a Catahoula. And I've got June, who is a Rhodesian. You've got a Rhodesian, and then you got whatever your cash is, who's a mutt. He's a Chewini. He's a Chewini. Okay. You're just making words up now. <laughs> is that a Chihuahua and a Dachshund? I honestly, we don't know. We th- you're a Chewini. It might be Corgi. Exactly. might have some Corgi in him, too. So you're, you're, I've heard it all. You're a Chewini. So. Uh, that's fun. Um, fun little dog. Anyway, the CIA just released documents that during the Cold War, during those years, they were using cats, dolphins, and birds to spy on the Soviet Union. Can't make it up. Can't make it up, T. They need to do a documentary on it. I want to see this movie. You know? <laughs> the Dog Who Loved Me. <laughs> Octop <laughs> The Cat Spy. <laughs> Dude, I want to see this. If they can train dolphins to plant mines and stuff on like yeah. on ships. They Whales. Whales. Train them to do something else. They wanted to train uh, on the ground, in the air, in the sea. They wanted them to spy on the Soviet Union during the Cold War. They did tests on cats, dogs, dolphins, birds, everything from pigeons to some of the smartest ravens and crows. Did you know ravens and crows? Really? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah? I've done some research on that, No, I've just seen TV shows about them. I've never seen Somebody had a pet crow or something? IQ test for a crow. So, among them, Duda was top in espionage class in early 1974 on the way to becoming a high-flying CIA agent. He was said to have handled himself better in the rough, carried heavier loads, and could brush off attackers. That sounds like a weird porn movie. Yeah. (laughs) But, oh, bougie. But, on his toughest yet spy school test, he disappeared. You know why? He got tired of it. Other ravens killed him. Oh, he was done in by his own kind. Ah. <laughs> Other ravens killed him. He's a double agent. Maybe he was. <laughs> He's a the ravens agent. put out a hit on Duda. Yeah. Wow, Steve. This is stuff That's, you don't know, man. And you think aliens aren't at Area 51. They're there, dude. There's aliens everywhere. They just arrested two guys this weekend, last weekend. Were they for try- oh, trying, trying, trying to get in? Have y'all, if y'all watched, Bougie, have you watched the new documentary show? It's a series with Penn and Teller called Bullshit. No. That's the name of the show. It's on, I think, it's on Amazon or on Netflix, one of them. But it's funny. They go in and they basically bust the hoaxes up of people who are like communicating with the dead or uh, these people who are all about aliens or these people who, you know, all these crazy faith healers, things mm-hmm. like that. And they go in there and they bust up all the myths and they infiltrate and do all this stuff. It's And of course, you know, Penn Jillette and, and Teller. I mean, they're funny magicians anyway, doing the stuff they do. One of them never says nothing, right? Yeah. But have you ever heard him talk? No. Okay, so he does talk. And every now and then he'll go out and give a speech. Like, if you go on there, like, he, he gives speeches about his life and stuff like that. It's very, very good. That's all just obviously an act. Teller. Oh, okay. But, I mean, if you, if you Google it, you'll hear some of his lectures that he gives. Really, really good stuff telling his life story and things. But, no, this this is the kind of stuff that, like, What's wrong with people? Like, I wonder how many millions of dollars went into research trying to train animals. Like, they did a bunch of stuff with birds. Like, for 10 years, they wanted... they wanted. To, like, well, they used other people's money. 
So what? They, well, of course they did. There's no such thing as government funded. Yeah. No such thing. They were putting electrical implants in dogs' brains to see if they could be remotely controlled. No, they weren't. Yeah, they were. Those poor dogs. <laughs> like putting a little receiver in there and rolling them around like a remote control car. And Michael Vick got in trouble for having a dog fight. Yeah, for drowning dogs in a five-gallon bucket. Yeah. But obviously they never went very far. I mean, that, that's, that wasn't going to go anywhere. You know, they wanted the dolphins to be potential saboteurs and have spy on their nuclear submarine fleets. And yeah, yeah. They wanted to see if they could replace human diver, divers and place explosives on well, they moored did that. and moving vessels. They did that with some dolphins, didn't they? I think they did it with a whale. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, it gives a whole new meaning to Navy SEALs. <laughs> uh, yeah so i don't know man this this is why do why do we even care and y'all think that uh, stuff going even, y'all think and y'all think vladimir putin rigged the election and that's yeah. what's funny to me i mean this this kind of crazy senseless nonsense that's out there in the world that people are taking seriously i mean can you imagine mark you got to go into the office every day and you go into the lab and that's what you got to do is figure out a new implant for a dog's brain yeah. You would think there was other things you could do with that kind of technology. That's barking up the wrong tree right there. <laughs> oh, there he is, folks. Wow. The puppet master with a zinger. That was pretty good. Pretty good. It's time for me to exit. I'm going to the bathroom on that note. Yeah, yeah. I love it, bougie. Do you see where, uh, you know who Boris Johnson is? Nope, sure don't. Yeah, should see, I? I, didn't, should I, yeah, I know yeah, who yeah, Boris probably Johnson should. I probably he, know of. He's Britain's Donald Trump. Oh, okay. Okay, he's the new leader. He's, he's um, you know, he's... He loves Brexit. You know, he's part of that. He supports that. And uh, I mean, who doesn't like a good breakfast? (laughs) Golly. One of the things he said was that Britain needs to break free of the EU, the European Union, break free of their manacles like the Hulk. Everybody knows who the Incredible Hulk is. Yes, I know who the Incredible Hulk is. So Mark Ruffalo, who is a big-time self-avowed leftist, Get on his Twitter. He's always raving and raging about something. He played the Hulk in the Avengers movies. Oh, okay. Okay? That's who Mark Ruffalo is. And uh, he said, he came back and he said, Boris Johnson forgets that the Hulk only fights for the good of the whole. Mad and strong can also be dense and destructive. The Hulk works best when he is in unison with a team and is a disaster when he is alone. Plus, he always got Dr. Banner with science and reason. He's always got Dr. Banner with science and reason. Here is a Hollywood actor, (laughs) this job, who is just absolutely off his rocker, who thinks the Hulk is like a real person. Yeah. Like he's going to come to the defense against Boris Johnson and fight against Brexit by talking about the the horoscopological... (laughs) Signs and virtues and characteristics and personality traits of the Incredible Hulk. A made-up A made-up creature. Of course, it was created by Stan Lee. Oh. This is the world we're living That's in, people. getting into your role. <laughs> Angry white male! Stay horned! Oh, my gosh. I, this is, like, who's listening to this stuff? I mean, he goes on this long rant about the Hulk and the virtues of the Hulk and and how Boris Johnson should never use the Hulk as a comparison. Where did he do that? On Twitter? Oh, yeah. 
Well, because how many people are on Twitter? Oh, well. How many people watching right now live are on Twitter? There's a lot of people on Twitter. Really? I go on there like once a week. Are you stupid? Yeah, I don't go on Twitter. I don't. Is it? Is it? The, the president's on there. How do you read everybody's Twitter? I don't know. Yeah, but you would have to literally stay on it twenty four seven to know all Welcome that. Welcome to my world. Wait, weren't you just about how much I was on my phone? Well, I'm not on it right now. While I'm trying to make a show. I, I know you're probably missing something happening right now on Twitter. But by the time I get out. done with this here in a few minutes, guess what? I'm going to look you're, and my thing will be blown up. You're I'll looking. have thirty five text messages just because I stopped looking at my phone for the last 40 minutes probably Alyssa milano yeah Alyssa milano whatever her name Alyssa is milano she's probably doing something crazy she right is now doing something crazy so she is doing she's mentally ill she admitted yeah. it she said she was mentally ill that's crazy the world of Speaking twitter of mentally i don't get Ill. twitter now now let me i want somebody to 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 explain this logic to me right now okay now michelle obama you know barack obama these folks who want to talk about equality and they want to talk about equity, and they want to talk about how everybody should be the same, and everybody, you know, you just shouldn't, you know, yes, they just bought a $14, 15000000 million house on the Outer Banks of, of Martha's Vineyard, which is expected to be underwater in the next 11 years. Yes, they did all of those things, and they said things like, oh, how much is enough? You can't eat but so much, can't travel but to so much, so many places. Your house can only be so big, you know, but they went out there and they did it anyway. So here is, here is this the Obamas, the bastions, the voices for the poor, the unequal, the people fighting for equality, the voice of hope and change. She is having a show. It's a moderated conversation with a former first lady. She's going to have it at the Prudential Center in Newark. It just went on sale last Friday. You know how much the tickets are? Probably a couple hundred bucks. You can get one up in the nosebleed seats. You can get a. You can go to Ticketmaster. You can get a seat in the nosebleeds for one hundred four dollars. Yeah. You can go to the one hundred section, and you got tickets for one hundred forty four dollars. Now, if you want a more intimate VIP experience with Michelle Obama, you can get a VIP package. It comes with a meet and greet the former first lady. Those tickets are selling for twenty five hundred dollars each. What? Yeah, come on. If you want to get a VIP ticket, however, you have to purchase two at once. Can't just get a onesie. I bet you have to do a background check, too. <laughs> you got to come in pairs. Like Noah's Ark, baby. Two by two. VIP package, you get a meet and greet in a receiving line, which I guarantee you they're going to funnel those people through there. Just rapid fire. Speaking of rapid fire, my AR-15 does not fire rapidly. It is one trigger pull, one bullet fired. There you go. Unlike the way it will be at the Michelle Obama conference uh, meeting, show, whatever she's going to do. Yay! You get to get a photo, quick photo with Michelle Obama. You get a free hardcover copy of Becoming. And you can enjoy refreshments. Becoming is that a book? first two rows. She wrote a book. That's her. She wrote the book. That's her. Okay. That's her book. I don't know what she's becoming, but she became. Uh, so, I'm sure people are going to comment on. Maybe here she'll be going. going. There's, there's the lovely first lady right there. Look at this picture right there, Mark. That's, uh, isn't she just? Isn't she lovely? Yeah. Isn't she lovely? Isn't she beautiful? Gorgeous. Yeah, she's lovely. She'd kick your ass down the street. Twenty five hundred bucks, man. Five thousand dollars is what I'm trying to say. That's somebody grabbed because they had to pay 
fifty yeah. bucks fifty bucks for a ticket and a meet and greet for your show. Yeah, well, they bought it. I'm not, you know. People buy whatever they want. I know. More Either power you to buy you, it man. or you don't. More power to you. And I, I'll, I'll give you one more story of, of just things that don't matter. Like, like this. Like it. It matters. <laughs> Two more things. Okay. Sam Smith. You know who Sam Smith is? The singer. Nope. You know? Should I know? I mean, I don't know. Some people do. He's a pop singer. He went on Instagram last week and he changed his preferred pronouns. He wants to be called they them. Now he's one dude. But he, she, it, whatever, I should say they want to now be called they, them. Sam Hunt, not Sam Hunt, he's a country singer. I'm sorry, (laughs) Sam. I do know Sam Hunt. Sam Smith, Sam Smith, who's won multiple Grammys, several number one songs in the the UK. He announced in March that he identified as non-binary. You know what that means? Yep. You want to explain everybody? It's neither male nor female. Neither male nor female. He said, today's a good day, so here goes. I've decided I'm changing my pronouns to they, them. After a lifetime of being at war with my gender, I've decided to embrace myself for who I am inside and out. So I guess what he's saying is he's both. Go for it, buddy. He's both. Oh, wait. Buddy I'm wouldn't not, be the proper pronoun. No, he can't, he uh, can't call I, him guys, according to Vox. So I'm not going to call him. How about that? Yeah, you don't have to. If you want to call, your, call yourself whatever you want, but don't expect everyone else to change what is is so if you go to his house and his maid opens the door his butler whoever and you say is sam here they're out in the backyard (laughs) they are yes they are and you go outside and sam's just out there with doodah the raven (laughs) sending a little carrier pigeon note for the cia he said he was nervous. Now, why does this matter? I mean, people say, people go, it doesn't matter, doesn't they matter, doesn't matter. He, they said they were nervous. Yeah. Quit saying he. Well, I'm just, I'm telling you. They said, I've been nervous. I, why doesn't he say we've been nervous? <laughs> if he's a they, them. See, the people say, why is this important? Why does this matter? And, and I'm getting into that because this is the world that, that we're they're trying to make us live in. And it's ludicrous. This is what your kids are being exposed to. Your grandkids are being exposed to in schools, on the university setting. This is why it is mandatory that you keep your kids educated in proper ways. Because this 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 house of cards falls in on itself. He said, again, they said, I've been very nervous about announcing this because I care too much about what people think. But F it. I understand there will be many mistakes and misgendering, but all I ask is you please try. I hope you can see me like I see myself now. Thank you. He said, love you all. I'm scared, but feeling super free right now. Be kind. I think that's So he's not living up to his own demands that you are supposed to be operating under when addressing him. That sounds like a drunk tweet. They, them. To me. He wants to be identified as a they, them, but then he keeps referring to himself as I, and then he refers to you as you. Why isn't he asking what I want in my binary uh, preferences? Steve. He's just drawing drawing attention, attention. And we're giving it to him because it's stupid. It's dumb, 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 dumb. 
He continues to record and write music and is anticipating releasing a third studio album in 2019. So if they give him a Grammy, if they give him a Grammy, is it is it group of the year? (laughs) Is he solo artist or is he pop group of the year? You know what I'm saying? Is this a collaboration when he goes into the studio? I want to know. How does he see it? Is he, is he, don't get on to that kid. You don't know how, <laughs> how she identifies sitting uh, over there. <laughs> I, I, that's, I, that, that's the stupidity. That's the stupidity. No wonder people take drugs <laughs> or they've taken too many. I really could care less what they want to be. It doesn't affect me. But it does, Steve. No, it does it not. It does affect you. They could win a, a Grammy. No, it affects you. They could you. sing a song. It affects they could you. not sing one. If I don't know who they are I'm now. going to tell you how it affects you. If you're not listening, you got to listen. It affects you. There was someone in the UK who misgendered someone on Twitter, and they arrested her for it. And that's ridiculous, too. It is ridiculous. But what happens when it comes for you? You can call it ridiculous, but when the thought police come out there and they start talking about how you misgendered somebody, I didn't refer to Sam, whatever his name was, as a they, them, and so now I'm a guilt. I'm guilty of a hate crime? That affects me. That has something to do yeah, well, I with get, me. I get it from that angle. Yeah, um, because that's where we're going. See, that's where we're going. If people are already being arrested in Europe for misgendering somebody and that's being called a hate crime, you got to fight that crap because it's going to come here. It's so, just a matter of time. Where's my Dr. Pepper? Oh, uh, Dr. Pepper identifies as uh, uh, he, they. Well, it's a doctor. It's got to be a male, right? All doctors are. Yeah. Or Asian. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah. Asian males. Asian. That's, that's the only thing that yeah. are doctors these days. Yeah. And, I mean, we don't know if Dr. Pepper is a Ph.D. or an M.D. or even a chiropractor. Like yeah. our friend Michelle Krennic at Back to Life. Yeah. Yeah. Which I just went to her this morning. You did? Yeah. I think you're just going because you like going. I do like going. I'd rather do that than take opioids. (laughs) (laughs) Look, see how that came full circle? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Bring that up. Nice callback, Steve. Yeah, that's what I do. Hey, go to where podcasts are offered. Download, subscribe to Chad Prather Show. Leave us a five-star rating and a good review. That's all we like. That's all we take. Are you... What are you doing? You're not ending the podcast right now, well, are I'm you? I'm not. I don't know, but you're like. You want to talk for a few nope. minutes? Yeah. I'm a good listener. <laughs> yeah, I can tell that. I know. I No, he's really not a good listener at all. T, he's not a, he's. I'm just getting warmed. I'm just getting warmed up. It takes me 30 minutes to warm up. Yeah. And we're at 35 minutes and. You take a Get Roman? Get Roman. It takes about 30 minutes to kick in. GetRoman.com. Boom. Get RidUZone. Go to RidUZone.com, R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E. Use promo code CHAD, get 30% off. And uh, come find me on the road. WatchChad.com has all the dates. The Eagles of Liberty, Michael Hay- uh, Michael Loftus, Brian Hayner, Reno Collier, me. We're going to be Addison, Texas next month. We're going to be in San Antonio. We're going to be in Houston. Uh, we're about to be in Des Moines, Iowa on the 24th. Omaha, Nebraska on the 25th. Guess what? If he's in town, there the cable guy's going to show up. Yep. Sam Smith will not be, Sam they will Smith, not they be will there. not be there. They take up too many seats. Yes. Uh, but we will be in Kansas City on the 26th. And then you and I are headed back out to California. We just got back from there. The lovely, lovely people. I like going out there. I do love it. Everybody gives us a hard time about California. Why do you go to California so much? People are great. 
Yeah. And you know what? They don't take any crap. Like, like they're having to put up with so much crap that like they don't like like when you're out there, you can just be free and talk to them about everything. Like we did a straight up hour, twenty minutes the other night of just straight political. Yeah, comedy. you did. Your the new show that you're doing now. You're yeah. kind of. I mean, it, total going back to the, some of the cities we've already been. Yeah, right off the bat, I love. Boom! It. I mean, you just were, punch them in boom. the face. Like first yeah. line out of my mouth. Boom! Punched them in the face. Yeah, and they loved it. They had a good time. There were a few people who came to that show there in Folsom who did not know what they were getting into. Because people sent me a message, and they were like, dude, that was bust a gut funny, but the people sitting next to us were like, mm-mm. But did they get up and leave? They didn't get up and leave. Because I didn't see anyone get up and leave. We had a blast. So. We had a blast, man. But I like going out there, because those people have already put up with so much crap. They're like, when they come out, you come out there and make them laugh. They're not sitting there nitpicking. I'm going, oh, my God, I can't believe that you used the word penis. Oh, yeah. God, you used the word penis. Yeah. And then the, the, the gasket pops. Oh, the, the word penis and the word vagina. You got a little hate, hate mail I, last I week. I got some hate mail for, you know, I used the word penis and I used the word vagina. I used both of them one time. And these uh, are the, and it was not a, a them they. It was a singular penis and a singular vagina. You were talking about medical, medical procedures. Medical procedures. It was. And that was that, man. And that's the right way to say it. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't call it by any other, uh, you know, vulgar colloquialism. Yeah. I call it a penis and I call it a vagina. You know, your kindergarten knows those words. Yep, sure do. So that's what I use. And this lady said, there were children there. And I'm like, well, first of all, it's a dark theater. Jesus could have been there. I couldn't see. I don't know. There were children. There it, were some children there. were some there. kids there. But I mean, I, they know the word penis. And, uh, and, you know, you got all fired up over it. So did it. you like, apologize? No, I didn't apologize. Uh. <laughs> I don't apologize. I apologize to my wife when I'm wrong. And I, but I ain't apologizing to the to the cancel crowd that's out there. Yeah. You know that's the big thing. You know the cancel crowd. Have you heard of that? No. You know that's the whole deal is. You know, like Dave Chappelle or Bill Burr comes out and does their comedy special, and they want to come out there. Now we're just you know we're going to cancel. It's the cancel culture is what they call it, oh. and, they, and they're just going to cancel you. We want him off the air, like what they did with Roseanne when she did the joke about Valerie Jarrett. So you know she comes. We had in, a venue, a couple of venues that have like, oh no, we don't us. want that. Yeah, we don't want you here. Yes. So so Brian Hayner, a uh, guitar guy, he did. Um, you know, Brian is a funny, funny guy, incredibly talented, phenomenal guitar master. He's on this tour with us, and he just did a, a podcast episode over the weekend with our friend Christian Toto, who is a journalist, and he's out of Denver, Colorado. I've done a number of things with Christian, and they just did a podcast. And he was talking about that very thing, about how certain venues said no, because when we originally were wanting to just say it's the MAGA Country comedy tour— which we thought was funny. It is funny. Right. Extremely we just funny. thought it was funny. funny. So when they were going out doing some of those shows, preliminary shows, they'd get there and on the marquee they had, you know, the com comic who was there maybe the night before or who was going to be there the next night. But there wasn't even a poster. I mean, what in a peep about those guys being in the venue? And they were like, what's the deal? And they're like, well, we can't put a poster up that says MAGA. Again, a lot of these comedy clubs are in urban areas. They're mm -hmm. in downtown areas, very progressive areas a lot of times. And they're like, we don't want somebody throwing a brick through a window because we got MAGA on the thing. We can't push it. We can't promote it, which is ludicrous. Absolutely is. stupid. If there were some liberal comics that were putting on tours across the country, they could name it Libtards America. They do. And they would sell shows out and have no problem with it. They do. Uh, what's the stupid one's name? Chelsea Handler. She's out doing a t an apology comedy tour right now where she's out apologizing for being white. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just dumb. I mean— it, Come on. 
Yeah, you can go out there and say anything you want to say as long as it's against heterosexuals, against Christianity, against white people, against males, against cisgender preferences, you know. But if you're Sam Smith, is that his name? They, them? If that is that their name? That's but, their but name. But that becomes major news. Like, oh my God, applaud this guy. He is so woke. Yeah. They, them. I mean, they know who they are. Would, Th- that's dumb. But I want to come out there and do something about that's patriotic, about make America great again. And all let, of a sudden, that's hate speech. It's not hate let speech. Let me tell you. You I'm, people believe exactly what the mainstream fake lame news tells you. And you think, oh, my God, you people are evil. You're fascist. Nya, 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 nya. All because somebody <laughs> told you to think that way. You're a puppet. You know how many times I've been in a restaurant and been misgendered? If I yeah. have my hat off from yeah. the back. You know how many times you've you know been with me I'm and laughing? I've misgendered you? It, it, <laughs> hey, easy now. But if when a waitress comes up and say, um, how are you ladies doing with me and my wife because they're coming from behind me? I start laughing. I think it's funny. I don't mm-hmm. get offended. I don't get mad. Of course, they t- get embarrassed and you're stuff like woman. that, but I laugh. Woman. You're a pretty man. I have beautiful hair. Thank you. Ugly woman. I would be an ugly woman for sure. And you have beautiful daughters. I know. Which is funny. Yeah. That's the way it happens. Yeah. That's the way it goes. Yeah. Well, well, Steve, <laughs> I need you to care about this gender pronoun thing. Not I need really. you to care. I need you to care about it. I don't. I just try not to. If I go somewhere and there's transgender, I just don't say anything because I don't want to be. I don't want to be wrong. I don't want to be rude about it. Well, let me also remind you something that I've said on the podcast many, many times. And that is this is not the way the world thinks in general. It's just not. These are a few yahoos out here. And then the right conservatives, folks that agree with us on a lot of things, they're going to jump on this and be like, oh, see, the left has lost their mind. No, majority of people out there on the planet don't think like this stupidity. It's just not. But don't embrace it. Don't validate it either with applause. Don't don't because this is not normal thinking. Okay. Okay. So this guy's wrestling with his sexuality, his gender, whatever he's wrestling with, whatever you want, dude. Okay, that's fine. We God bless you. You fight that battle. You you live that struggle. You do that thing. But come on, man. Don't don't all of a sudden if I if I'm out in public and I'm like, hey, what's up, dude? I shouldn't have to go to jail for that. No, absolutely not. I shouldn't get hate mail for that because I misgendered someone. I don't care about you that much. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like that Road Armor shirt. My truck looks so good. Road it Armor does. did a bang up job, man. Yeah, go to Road Armor. Yeah. I would say that, but they hadn't done my truck. Yeah, well. <laughs> you know, yeah, well, get famous. Mm-hmm. Partyfoundation.com is rocking and rolling, though. It is. You're kicking butt on that. Damn. That's good. It's, it's fun. Man, man. And, and the idea, what's crazy is the, the number of things. People send me ideas. Yeah. And it's like, keep them coming. Keep ideas coming because it's funny. I want to watch you go viral, man. Crazy mm-hmm. selling these shirts. I want everybody wearing the shirts. I was watching Yellowstone uh, the other night. And in season two, episode five. Uh, when uh, Jenkins is learning how to shoot and he's got his bodyguard out there, he, I look and guess what he's wearing on his hat? What? Say I won't. Oh, nice. Wearing a say I won't hat. I sent Knox Vanderpool and the boys, all the guys that say I won't, who, by the way, has done our merchandise for years. Yeah. I uh, said, man, did y'all even know they were wearing that say I won't hat on Yellowstone? That, that's that's hot. Did they know? They asked a hot tea. I think they knew. Oh, okay. I'm sure they've been told many, many times. I wonder times. if Road Armor knows that I'm wearing their shirt. I wonder if Road Armor chairs. Break their show. 
<laughs> I don't think they care. If Mark um, Hansen doesn't give me a call because I'm wearing his shirt mm-hmm. on air, I'm going to be mad. I'm going to know he didn't watch. Facebook is frustrating, and I'll say this and be quiet. If Facebook is frustrating because I bit a post uh, the other day where I said, can't wait to be back in Wichita and Tulsa, cities which I've always sold out in. Can't wait to be back. Too bad Facebook won't let you know I'm coming. And everybody's like, you're coming to Tulsa? Yeah, I, I saw that. October 12th. Is it October 11th or October 12th? I think it's the 11th. Yeah. October 11th, and then we're in Wichita. No, we're in Wichita on October 11th, Tulsa, October 12th. I might have them flip flop, but you can go to watchchad.com and find out. I love going to Tulsa. Tulsa, yeah. Oklahoma. Did- and I got a great song about Tulsa. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I do. People love my Tulsa song. And yes. I'm going to sing it for the first time to the Tulsa crowd. We want to hear the second verse of it, though. Yeah, I bet you do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to get out of here. Go to watchchad.com, partyfoundation.com. Go to blazetv.com slash humor. And uh, use promo code chat. Everybody needs to be on Blaze TV. I got to get out of here. I'm going to go be on the news and why it matters with my good pal, Sarah Gonzalez. Hey, maybe someday I can have a promo code Steve, Party File Steve on the Blaze. That'd be cool. Or maybe not. Okay, never mind. Forget it. Let's go. Bye, y'all. See you next time. Facebook post. You see my Met- Jedi mind trick, Mark, how it works? <laughs> Yeah, it's all it that. took it that quick that. for him to change his own mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just good got work. quiet and looked at him. It's good work right there. Yeah. Take him out of here. All right. Bougie Sean's outside the studio. He's out there crying. Hey, Bougie. Hey, Bougie. He's wearing a white T-shirt and he's smiling and that's all I can see. <laughs> it's dark out there. Hey, Bougie, do you know all doctors are Asian? Corn pop. Party time, Mom. Stay horned. Talk to you next time. We love y'all. God bless. We'll see you. Bye. Thank you.